0: Hey, listen listening to Commander Cook Podcast, episode 90. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and today we're going to continue the arc of the Mono Problematic with a Mono Green Mind Trick deck. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? A whole ton is going down. We've reached the end of the Mono Colored part of the arc of the Mono Problematic. We're going to be talking about a sweet green deck today. As well as we got got a lot more uh, patron shout-outs. We're really excited about that. And uh, we got some more giveaway details and a lot more exciting stuff coming up on the show
1: today. Uh, yeah, we reached the end of Mono Problematic with a green list. Uh, did you miss the boat? Of
0: course I didn't. But did you? I definitely didn't. I was thinking about the problems of Mono Problematic in green. I went to the Twitter sphere. I asked CCO Nation what the problem was. They all told me, well, it can't really mass remove all the creatures and wrath the board. So I built a deck that does that.
1: Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Huh. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Which is
0: weird. Yeah. How about you're brilliant, Brando. I can't believe you managed to figure out the thing and work out the problem. I can't believe that. I'm not going to say that. You could, though, because it did. That's a teaser. Oh, That's good. I like that.
1: Okay, I like a good teaser. Okay, so we're going to go back to calling you a dirtbag and a boat misser in a few minutes. You teased also at our giveaway and some patron shout-outs. I like these patron shout-outs. We thought about it pre-show, so we're <laughs> prepared. <laughs> Here's to
0: preparation. As reading names on the air live, and we have to come up with something quick.
1: Okay, uh, give us the rundown of our... Two super sweet giveaways. One I'm pumped about. The other one I'm also pumped about. Okay, the first
0: as our regular ARC giveaway. We have the ARC of Card, card of the, of the week, 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 week. Which is a giveaway where every week we have a Card of the Week. And we are going to foil them out and give them away to some... Lucky human. So far, we have a Cather's Crusade, a Cyclonic Rift, a Necropotence, a Lightning Bolt, and then whatever comes out of this episode, you're going to get a foil of those. And to get yeah. entered...
1: Here, here's the thing. Sorry I interrupted. This giveaway is getting expensive. Yeah. Just FYI, CCO Nation. I'm <laughs> going to blow all my store credit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's worth it, though. It's worth it. Definitely. So, uh, to get entered to win, all you got to do is check out our fledgling YouTube page. We have a couple of videos there. Some are videos, some are just audio of the show with our logo on the screen. You like, you share, you subscribe, you smash that like button, or you leave a comment, and you will be entered to win for each time you do that into the prize pool of the monoproblematic at the end of the arc in a couple of weeks. We're going to draw a name out of a hat and some lucky winner will win at least seven foil foil cards, maybe more based on how things go
1: yes seven because there's five mono color lists in the arc of mono problematic then we're doing an artifact list then we've got a very special list lined up that uh i don't actually remember why we chose it but it does solve a lot of problems that i have in games when i play it because it's one of my own personal decks i actually
0: do remember why we picked it and i'm not going to tell you until we record the episode
1: Ooh, that's another teaser brando's a dirty tease you should become a cam girl (laughs) Boy. I don't
0: think I'd make very much money. Although, based on some of the YouTube comments we've got so far, I think I would have at least one fan.
1: Very much, so. I guess, um, comment and keep Brando off the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Except for YouTube. Um, tell us about our other giveaway. The other giveaway for
0: all new patrons this arc, or I guess before Christmas? Yeah, before Christmas, because it is a Christmas-themed giveaway. Yeah, everybody that signs up to be a new patron will receive a free... Christmas-themed card altar from my boy Ryan in the mail just for signing up as an appreciation for you helping to support the show and helping our channel grow to even bigger than it has already become. If you're already a patron, you are entered already into the premium altar giveaway, which will be a few, shall we say, premium or chase altars, cards that are maybe a little bit more expensive, maybe a little bit harder to get. And they'll be altered, of course, by Ryan, probably straight out of his decks because he, he he can't be going out to buy more of them. So they'll be given away to that. Also, we have another premium altar giveaway for people who just like, share, and subscribe on the YouTube channel. So you're getting double contest entries if you like the YouTube channel in any way. If you interact with us on YouTube, you're entered into two of our giveaways. If you become a patron, you will get a super sweet card altar Just because it's Christmas time.
1: Yeah, and I've sent out all of the, I guess all the ones that I need to send out up to this point. They're all in the mail and the government forced Canada Post to go back to work so you shouldn't have any troubles getting them. Rebecca is shipping some out right now.
0: I saw her with the big pile of envelopes and that made me happy because we're making people happy. People are helping us out. It's the season of giving and that's great.
1: Oh, you know what? I actually had to do more Christmas altars and I went through one of my fat pack boxes of rares that I had, and I found a bunch of cards that we've recently talked about on the show. Ooh. So if you like building any of our decks, you're going to potentially get some of the cards we actually talked about. That's excellent. I like that a lot. So I thought that that was a little tip of the hat to us.
0: I like tipping the hat to us.
1: Yeah, very much so. (laughs) Speaking of tipping the hat, do we move into shout-outs? Sure. Shout-outs. New patron shout-out. Kyle Stepanic. Stepanic?
0: I'm in with the heavens people ever heard of. Closing a goddamn door. No, it's not. Hold on, cut that, that shit make-
1: off. We get it. Panic at the disco. Kyle Stepanic at the disco. Got it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're into that, i now sure. Okay. Next shout out. Amy Burger.
0: Burger you like burgers i like burgers (laughs) you're the worst (laughs) don't give brando access to the
1: computer that has the recording software and youtube on it (laughs) amy mozza burger
0: i like it i was gonna call her amy teen burger no 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 dude no
1: amy mozza burger you are my favorite burger especially when i'm hungover. Yeah. I haven't tasted all the burgers in the world, but I think that the Mozza burger's gotta to be top ten.
0: I I would agree with that, yeah.
1: From A&W specifically. Yes. And if you're listening to us somewhere where they don't have AWs, sorry.
0: Everywhere has AWs, Ryan. They're they're as prolific as Subway.
1: No, we had some new listeners from Sweden. They have
0: A&W in Sweden.
1: Ah uh, I don't know.
0: What do they call it A and W in Sweden.
1: I'm not sure that they have A and W's and I'm not sure that's the accent. If you're from Sweden and you're listening, let us know. Yes. Next shout-out.
0: Next shout out. Joseph Hoffmann. Joseph Hasselhoffman. Speaking of the accent that I just did really badly, which sounded a little German, Hasselhoff is one of the number one recording artists all time in Germany.
1: That sounds terrible. Joseph Hassel Hoffman, welcome to CCO Nation. Yeah, we, it's great to have another celebrity. Oh, yeah, we had a celebrity last week and this
0: week. Yeah, a singer and a rugby player, so we're really, we're moving up. Okay, next shout-out, Isaac DeVore. Isaac divorced? Uh, Maybe you shouldn't be spending so much money on the podcast and more money on your wife, and then you wouldn't be divorced. Ooh, no, yeah. I'm totally kidding, though. You should... Do what you want with your money.
1: Yeah, like pledging a test. Thank you very much. We (laughs) We really appreciate it. do very much appreciate it. You are making CCO Nation grow. Thank you very much. Isaac divorced. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to hear it over that one. (laughs) Too close. Too close to home. Last shout out of the day. And I'm going to say it slowly so I don't butcher it, but I'm still going to butcher it. Excellent. Steve Bernildson. What? I don't know. But he actually pledged under the guise of his own nickname and I love it okay all right so I'm probably just gonna stick with it
0: <laughs> okay
1: Pikachu Jones <laughs> super awesome play on Julio Jones excellent professional football player so it's like we have another celebrity patron
0: that's four celebrities in two weeks is it four well yeah because we had a rugby player and a singer last week we got David Hasselhoff
1: oh and we Julio had a singer Jones this last week, week yeah, yeah.
0: Lighten it up. Yeah, just Scott from
1: last week. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Pikachu Leo Jones. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much for everybody who has been supporting the show and making our podcasting dreams a reality.
1: Very much so. It uh, helps out. I always say when I send thank yous, it helps out more than you know. It really does.
0: It really, really does.
1: If you want to become a patron, Brando will tell you where with our social media coordinates in 30 seconds or less. Jesus Christ.
0: We're CCO Podcast on Twitter and tappedout.net. That's where you can see this week's list, last week's list, next week's list, and any other list that we talk about throughout the course of the show. We're CommanderCookout at gmail.com. That's where you can send us love mail, hate mail, show suggestions, but no news. Yeah, we're... We are also Commander Cookout on iTunes, Google Play, Google Machine, Patreon, YouTube, edhrec.com, Podomatic, where we maintain a stranglehold on the number one position, and we were 41st overall last week, FlipsideGaming.com, where you can get your Ultimate Masters boxes for two ninety-nine plus 10% off by using special promo code CCOFU, or you can also hit up MTGOnslaught.com, where you can use that same promo code, CCOFU, to get 15% off your entire order store-wide to pimp your game outside the game. And if you missed any of that, you can check us out on the official official home, of Commander Cookout podcast on the entire internet, Commander Cookout dot. Brando, Brando, what are you, what are you doing? What? You, what? you, you told me I was good uh, at this. Uh, yeah, I I know, but you're not. What? Are, why are you doing this? What? Well, I was showing off my singing skills. You showed you, me how to do it. You, you shouldn't. I teach kids. They're hearing this, and they're quitting the classes because of this. You got to stop this. You can't. To stop, don't don't do this anymore. Oh, Are you sure? Positive. Yeah, no. You you need to stop. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go now. You need you you just stop. Okay, okay. Oh. Thank
1: you. No, don't. No, Rando. How did Megan even get in here? How, 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 did, how did she works at the radio station too, doesn't she? Yeah. I can't believe that she showed up on a Saturday just to tell me
0: that. <laughs> Ah, suck it brando. Oh,
1: all right, fine. I'll quit. Oh. That wasn't in 30 seconds or less. No, it it wasn't. We're going to get destroyed on Twitter again. <laughs> for th- for the record, I did all of that
0: in 42 seconds last week. The guy timed us when he called us out on it, and if you can find somebody else that can enunciate that well and talk that fast for 42 seconds that isn't the micro machines guy, you
1: bring it on. Very much so. Yeah. Should we talk about a magic deck? You know what? I have I have a couple more things, just Ooh. really quick, and then I want to take a quick break to wet my whistle and have like a breakfast drink. Cause we're we got breakfast drinks. Yeah. Not enough rum in mine. Uh way plenty enough rum in mine. <laughs> Uh, rum and
0: the breakfast.
1: Yeah, I guess you can't complain about free rum at the radio station at breakfast time. Shout out to anybody who came up to us and wanted uh, cards signed or to jam games at uh, the Saskatoon Face-to-Face Games Classic. That was a great time. I actually had a lot of fun. Big shout out to Derek and William. They both sat down. We jammed, I think, three games with them. Yep. And uh, the one of the games Derek uh, treated us all to a round. Thank you. Of game. So I thought, hey, I'll go and buy him a drink after. Turns out I won the round, but instead of buying drinks because we were going to immediately jam a third game, um, I went out and used the store credit I won to buy us all packs. And um, you pulled something jank.
0: Yeah, I got the, the, the Grim Reaper that draws you
1: a card whenever one of your creatures dies. That you already had. Yeah, I already had one. And William pulled something jank as well.
0: I believe so. I forget what he got.
1: I forget what he got, too. And then Derek was like, I'm not opening this. You guys just draw on it or sign it or something. So we drew the logo and put some FUs on it, and uh, it was a real good time.
0: It was a great time to uh, meet a few people. I wanted to tell a story about that day just because I feel bad about it, but also good. So in the morning, that morning, before we headed off to the show, to record the show and then to go to the event... I was looking for my little Pikachu backpack that I carry around because I like to wear things and have things that identify me so that you guys can find me in a crowd. And I couldn't find the backpack. I was looking all over the house. I looked in every closet. I looked under the bed. I looked in the drawers. It was ridiculous. I was getting so mad. You know when you can't (laughs) find a thing? I haven't used it since Vegas, and I know I put it in the damn closet, so why isn't it in the closet? I'm running all around the house, and Kyla's still in bed, and she's like, Brando, just... Take something else. You're being too loud. The dog's up, and I woke up the cats. And I just, fine, I give up. And I'm finding another bag to put all my stuff in, and I'm all pissed off. And Kyle's like, you couldn't find it. Hey, I'm like, no, I'm sure that you're going to find it the second you get up and look, though. And I'm going to look like an asshole. And you know what she did? That. She jumped out of bed, walked over to the
1: closet, opened the door,
0: parted the jackets, and pulled the backpack out.
1: She, like, jumped out of bed, fling, and was already dressed in, like, a cape and a mask. Essentially, yeah. And then just flew from the bed to the closet, still floating. She's like parting the coats and finds the backpack. And then she floated back to bed.
0: And then the words just, damn it, Brando, were echoing in the air. And she was already back to sleep.
1: It sounded like Card of the Week, but it was, Jesus Jesus Christ, Christ Brando. Brando. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's exactly what it was. Very excellent. So. We had a great time at the event. Thanks for everybody for coming up and, and, and letting us know that you, you like the show. We, we really appreciate meeting all of you guys. It's it's probably the best part of doing the show.
1: Very much so. Mm-hmm. We can't wait to uh, let you know what we have in store for 2019. In the next couple weeks, we're doing a uh, a 2019 year in preview show. Yeah. And we're going to talk about a couple of the events that we're planning to attend for sure. For sure. Now, should we do a deck? Yes. Okay. Today. Brando built us a Kamal Fist of Carosa deck. Yeah. Or as we say, Kamal the Fister. Yeah. Don't Google that. Or just Fister. Don't Google that either. Fist. You
0: might be able to get away with that. That might get you some Dragon Ball Z stuff. Perhaps. Yes.
1: Uh, Christmas idea Fistmas deck. Merry Fistmas. Season's beatings, asshole. That's what we're going to do. That's yeah.
0: That's happening. That's okay. a
1: preview to the preview to the preview. There it is. Okay, give Kamal
0: Fister a read. Kamal the Fister of Karosa is a 4-3 druid legend from Onslaught for green, green, four, and he has green. Target land becomes a 1-1 creature until end of turn. It's still a land. And green, 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 two, overrun. Which is all your creatures get plus three, plus three, and trample.
1: No tap there. So you could activate that like two or three times in a turn.
0: Yeah. Sweet. And he's a four, three. Which is not necessarily the greatest, but still okay for six.
1: Yeah. So we were talking before the show, and Kamal Fister has 151 lists on EDHrec.com. And we thought, hey, that's weird. Why is he so low? He's like the 17th most popular mono green, Like Azuri renegade leaders, like number two. And they do the same thing, They give five-mana overrun, right? Yeah. Azuri costs literally half as much as Kamal, and he's an elf.
0: And he's half the size. And his overrun
1: only works for elves. I don't think that matters in an elf deck. No, I don't think it does yet. Right? Elf ball just makes a ton of mana, and then you overrun with all your elves, and okay, cool. I think Kamal is played in creature decks where you maybe do want to take advantage of the overrun for a win condition. But you can also flip the deck kind of on its head or change gears, and play down a different line of play by turning lands into creatures.
0: Yeah. Technically speaking, Kamal Fister of Carosa could be a deck all by himself, kind of like Ashling the Pilgrim is. You you wouldn't play 99 forests in him, but you could play all forests and ramp because every time you play him, he just makes creatures for you.
1: Oh, dude, yeah, Kamal and 99 forests.
0: Like he, it, it'd be a bad deck, but I mean it's. It could be a deck. You could do it.
1: I suppose, And yeah. it's,
0: it's very rare that you have a card that all by himself can just win the game without, like, being a combo piece or something. Like he he lets you win by attacking with creatures all by himself.
1: And he makes creatures.
0: So he was a cool dude. He was my third choice for who to helm this deck. Yeah. But once I really got thinking about it, he was the only
1: choice. And you know what else we were saying? Okay, he's the 17th most popular mono green I think he goes in the 99 of a ton more decks because he goes alongside like Elish Norn, mm-hmm. where you drop your Elish Norn, then you Kamal somebody else's land into a creature, then it dies, right? Or in a Selesnya deck, you Wrath of God, and you have two extra mana, so you just use that two extra mana to turn two of their lands into creatures to get two of their lands in addition to all their creatures, yeah, right?
0: You, you get their cradle, you get the blue player's Relic Horty Tower or something, just... Yeah. You can value pop their land.
1: So that's not what we're doing today because we're doing mono green, right? That's right. And I accused you at the top of the show of missing the boat. Here's the thing. Kamal and his mono green deck that you've built today don't interact with the stack at all. Nope. They don't. Kill all the creatures. There's no... You didn't include any fight, which I'm sure you have a reason for, but fight is kind of like green's removal. And fight, for any new members of CCO Nation, is when you get one of your creatures to deal damage to one of their creatures, and one of their creatures deals damage to your creature. They actually just... Like, they actually fight.
0: Yeah. And Um, since green's creatures are giant, yours usually win.
1: And we are playing giants. Big fat, fat, and fatty fisters. Yeah, we are. So no fight, no wraths, no stack manipulation, except for one card that I like. I'll point it out when we get there. Tell us why or how, um, because that doesn't really make a whole ton of sense in the arc of Mono Problematic, where we take the mono-colored deck and fill the gaps in its weakness. So here's what I did.
0: I went to Twitter, and I asked CCO Nation, what is Green's biggest problem what's the thing that it just can't do and by and large by a landslide the people who uh, messaged me or responded to that tweet said that green can't mass remove creatures it can't just deal with all the creatures outside of using fight it can't just outright waste somebody else's board state
1: and i was short of them having flyers and casting like a Hurricane. Yeah, sh- yeah. That's and, two corner kids. It's like one card, right? Or
0: you got to use like a Predator flagship to give all their guys flying and then kill them with a squall line. It's, it's crazy. It,
1: yeah, that th- sucks. Yeah, you can't
0: do that. That's just ridiculous. So what I did was I built a deck that filled the gaps in the strategy by embracing Green's strengths to a degree that it forces your opponents to do the heavy lifting for you. And then it punishes them for doing it. Hmm. We're, we're going to play big, fat fatties. We're going to play masses of guys. We're going to fill the
1: board with pain and death, and you win the game. And that is already what green does. So this is why I was thinking, hey, he missed the boat. He's saying like, okay, so screw all that stuff that green can't do. I'm just going to green them some more. I'm going to make them more green.
0: Yeah. We're going to go so green that the only way that your opponents are going to survive is to wrath the board for you. And then, since you're playing Kamal Fist of Corosa and you can animate all of their lands, you're going to make them pay.
1: You just turn all their lands into creatures. Exactly. they go Wrath of God, you go Response, turn your six land into creatures. Yup. Interesting. So you're
0: going to trick them into doing your work for you, and then you're going to trick them into getting fisted. Don't Google that.
1: You're gonna kill all their creatures with their wrath, and you're gonna kill all their lands also with their wrath of God. Yes, I like it. (laughs) And if they and if they don't want to
0: do, if they don't want to have their lands blown up, you're just gonna kill them.
1: You're just gonna fist them to death.
0: Yeah, you're just gonna punch them in the face until they die. So it's either get punched in the face until you die, or wrath the board for me. Those are your options.
1: Those are good options.
0: And if they wrath the board, you know what you do? Just rebuild. Do it again.
1: Yeah, because you've got some good graveyard getter backers. We've
0: got enough recursion and enough intense, must-be-answered, wide threats that they're going to run out of wraths before you run out of stuff to kill them with.
1: And my favorite part about it in doing kind of the the technical preparation for this show is you've picked some of those big-ass green threats that are not in the stock Kamal list on edhrec.com i did what i could so you did keep it spicy even though you wanted to play big green dumb idiots yeah
0: speaking of big green dumb idiots let's get to it okay let's talk some creatures we're gonna start with one that everybody knows is here actually there's a couple that everybody knows is in here but let's just get them out of the way starting with ant queen
1: I don't know if this is in that category, but it's a 5-5 for 5. You can pay 2 to get an insect creature token. And with the amount of mana we're going to produce in this deck, we're just going to get tons of tokens.
0: Correct. Speaking of tons of tokens, how about an Avenger of Zendikar?
1: 5-5 for 7. He creates a plant token when he enters the battlefield for each land you control. And then every time you play a land, which we're going to do lots of, you get... A plus one on all of your plants.
0: Speaking of playing lands, how about an Azusa, Lost but Seeking?
1: She lets you play two extras per turn. Great segways on those three cards. Yeah,
0: we're gonna lose the segways a little bit here, and we're gonna go into a bane of progress.
1: That destroys all artifacts and enchantments, and for six mana, and gets a plus one plus one counter for each thing destroyed this way. So routinely, you're gonna probably get a six six for six. 8-8 eight, eight for 6, maybe. Good deal. No other abilities, but you are getting rid of all of those troublesome things that you do want to get rid of. So, always a good deal.
0: Yeah, the big wrath that you're getting is usually worth it. Now, here's a guy I think is criminally underplayed, period, in Beru Fist of Karosa.
1: He's the other fister. Yes, he is. So, 4-4 four, for four, 5. <clears throat> Whenever a forest enters the battlefield, any forest. Any, any forest. forest, anywhere
0: under any player's control.
1: Green creatures that... You control, get plus one, plus one, and gain trample until end of turn. Yeah. Cool. So So if you're
0: playing another green deck, when they're playing stuff and they're going to swing at you with their fat fatties, they're making your dudes bigger by playing land.
1: Sweet. Now, this is why I think he's underplayed, because people read this ability, this Grandeur ability, and they're like, this doesn't belong in Commander. But Grandeur, discard another card named Beru Fister. Put an XX green worm creature token onto the battlefield where X is the number of lands you control. you got two options here. You could just cast Barrow Fist of Krosa and get the bonus from people playing Forests, cool, or if he's in your hand...
0: And you have another one in play.
1: Oh, wait, you can't even do that.
0: Yeah, you have to have... Because you have
1: to have one in play.
0: I think Grandeur was a way that they were trying to, like, get around you having a Legendary in play and then another one in your hand. It's kind of a dead card, so now you can use that card to get some other effect.
1: Oh, dang. So you can
0: get a free big, big if you discard a card. But that doesn't work in EDH, so we're playing him strictly for the forest comes into play. Let's get some mileage out of that.
1: Put him in your Simic deck, clone him, bounce him, discard him. Sure. Yeah. Why not? We do have a way to... No, we don't. No, we don't. I thought we did. I thought we got there.
0: No, not this time. How about Elvish Aberration?
1: Six drop, four, five, tap to add three green. So he's going to give you big mana or he's just going to be a big dumb idiot.
0: And he also has forest cycling if for some reason you don't have a forest.
1: If you need to give your team plus one, plus one for a Barrow Fist of Krosa, so you can forest cycle him, which is not terrible because you could have like 10 plant tokens and you're getting with that forest and your Barrow Fist of Krosa, so you're getting 10 extra damage out of your plant tokens. That's pretty good. That's okay.
0: How about a Genesis?
1: It's a 4-4 four, for four, 5. At the beginning of your upkeep, if Genesis is in your graveyard, you can pay green 2 if you do return ter- creature from your graveyard to your hand. So that's your first graveyard getter backer, and it's recurrable, right? Yeah, it's
0: recurrable as long as it's in the yard, and it gets back all of the creatures we've talked about and will talk about throughout the course of the list.
1: Speaking of creatures that we're going to talk about, let's talk about the next creature. First pick to be the general
0: of the deck, but I moved on from him right away, Galta, Primal Hunger.
1: Yeah, 12-12. Trample for 12, but really, how much does it really cost? Two. 12-12 Trample for two because Galta Primal Hunger costs X less to cast where X is the total power of creatures you control. Oh, baby. You need 10 power, right? And realistically, you can get that really fast.
0: You can 10 power is not hard to do in any deck that plays Creatures.
1: Any deck they play. And you know what? Here's the thing. Like, you're getting a 12-12 trample. Even if you do have to pay four, five, six for it, still a very good deal.
0: It's a 12. And also, keep him in mind when we talk about some of the sorceries and instants later on. And
1: the the next card, because... We have Goreclaw, Terror
0: of Sisma. The hell.
1: Creature spells with power 4 or greater cost you 2 less. And when... It attacks each creature you control with power four or greater, gets plus one, plus one, and gains trample until end of turn. So whatever, it's giving us a discount on our big fat fatties, and it only costs four. And it itself has four power, so you're getting a pretty good deal. It
0: makes every creature we've talked about so far, except Azusa and Bane of Progress, cost two less.
1: Yeah. Let's move right along to Hornet Queen. Seven drop, two, two, flying, death touch. When it enters the battlefield, put 4 one, one, green insect creature tokens with flying and death touch onto the battlefield.
0: There to keep you alive, and there's a couple cards later that can abuse the shit out of her.
1: And you know what? Four green insect creature tokens with flying. So if you do actually use Kamal's overrun, you're getting, instead of four damage, you're getting 16 damage. Yeah. So, and it's all flying, right? That's nope. really awesome. How about Hydra Omnivore? Six drop, 8-8. Eight, eight. What? <laughs> I just said that because I know in my head what this card does. Yeah. When Hydra Omnivore deals combat damage to an opponent, it deals that much damage to each other opponent.
0: Now that is power creep. You want to see power creep? There
1: it is. That is going to deal a ton of damage. So you got three opponents. You attack one of them for eight. doesn't have trample. So it has to deal combat damage to an opponent, but if you give that thing overrun, it has trample now from Kamal's ability.
0: And it's an 11/11.
1: And then it deals 22 more damage to your other two oppo- like like 11 and 11 to your two other opponents. That's 33 damage.
0: Yeah. We're going to talk about him in relation to another card later on too and it's going like to blow your mind. Next up we have mini Kamal <laughs> in Jolrael, Empress of Beasts.
1: This is actually a good commander for, for strategies like what you're talking about. Uh, green, green, three for a three, three. Human spell shaper, legendary creature. You can pay green, two, tap, discard two cards. It's it's rough, but green can replenish those. It's, it's not that we, hard. We got some card draw and you got some graveyard getter backers. What do you get? What you get is, until end of turn, all lands... Target player controls become three three creatures that are still lands.
0: Nice wrath, bro.
1: Nice wrath, bro, or discard two dead cards, pay three, make my lands three threes, overrun. Yeah. All my lands become six sixes. You say, okay, well, you gotta tap lands to overrun. No, we don't.
0: Just stay tuned. Just keep going here. Keep on with us. How about Karametra's
1: Acolyte? This is how we do it. <laughs> four drop one, four. You add green equal to your devotion to green. And we've got multiple instances in the deck where cards cost green 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 something green green something. It's easy to get 10 or 11 mana off of your Karametra's Acolyte that'll let you overrun two times all your creatures get plus 6 plus 6 and trample trample. For tapping a creature So sick Whew. Let's keep her going with got loyal guardian I like this one. This is a, this is a you tipping your hat to me because I play this in my Eryxmethies deck That's why I play them 4-4 four, four for 5 with Trample. He's got Lieutenant. At the beginning of combat on your turn, if you control your Commandy, put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on each creature you control. Yeah. That's a plus 1 counter on each creature.
0: So all of those plant tokens, all of those insect tokens, yeah.
1: Excellent. All you have to do if you're not going to attack too is just say, move to combat, trigger Loyal Guardian, boom, your whole team gets bigger. Go. <laughs> then you've got this huge team of blockers.
0: Now let's talk about, not maybe a huge team, but a huge dude for sure. How about Mossbridge Troll? Uh,
1: what's happening in between his legs there? Is that a butt flap or is that something else?
0: That's the beginning of him taking a giant shit on you.
1: Th- Still not what I thought it was. Oh, that's yeah, probably a cock. 5-5 five, five for 7. If he's destroyed, regenerate him. What? <laughs> Period. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we can regenerate him. Remember, that does tap him. It does tap him. So if but- they if they instant speed during your first main phase kill him, he becomes tapped. He's
0: only there for beating wholesale ass on the rare. He's there for another purpose that we'll talk about later.
1: Okay. Now, the other thing we can do is tap any number of untapped creatures we control other than Moss Bridge Troll with total power ten or greater. Colon. Moss Bridge Troll gets plus twenty plus twenty. Until end of turn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? If that all in, you turn your your ten damage into twenty
1: damage. Two things: he doesn't get trampled. No. So you got to remember that you got to have an opening for him to take a shit on someone. The other thing is, what about him and overwhelming stampede,
0: <laughs> or him and primal ibex, or whatever it is?
1: Yeah uh pathbreaker i Path- Yeah. anything that gives plus x plus x where x is the greatest power among creatures you control everything gets plus 25 plus 25
0: i think this card is criminally underplayed in big beater decks you think so, why so? Is he? i think it is cuz he's cool because of cards like the ones you just talked about
1: yeah i i play those two cards in Eriksmithies cuz he gives plus 12 plus 12 huh. and this is twice that much <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's more than twice that much now this one, this card rules with Kamal Fist of Carosa, Nakatal War Pride.
1: I don't remember what this does. I'm going to let you read it cuz the text is really small. I can't see it from here, but remember this has green, 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 3. So it's going to give you 3 from your creature's acolyte.
0: So it's a 3/3 three, three cat warrior for 6. Sounds terrible. Let me change your mind. It can only be it must be blocked by exactly one creature if able whenever it attacks. And whenever it attacks, you get X copies of it for each creature your opponents control. Which means if they have 10 guys, you get 10 tokens, which means you're attacking with 11 guys. So one of them will get through, and you can overrun all of them to waste their whole team and their face. Ooh, yes. Nacital War Pride is a house.
1: Yeah, I like that card. Speaking of house and getting lots of Creech. How about ne- rampaging Baloth? 6-6 six, six for 6, trample, landfall, play a land, get a 4-4 four, four beast.
0: Simple, honest, love it. Let's keep rocking some big dudes, and then we'll go back and talk about the little guys later. How about a big daddy, butt-sex Terastodon? Terastodon. <laughs> Don't Google that.
1: <laughs> no, that is one that you should not Google, especially with your wife or kids in the room. <laughs> 6, green green for a 9-9, nine, nine. enters the battlefield, destroy 3 uh, non-creature permanents, right? Yep. And then for each thing you destroy, you get a 3-3 three, three beast.
0: They get a 3-3 three, three elephant, but who cares because they lost their cool thing. And you know, your dudes are bigger than 3-3. Three, three.
1: You know what I like with Kamal? So you've got only creatures on the board, and then a bunch of land, opponent plays, or opponent clones, Terastodon. You go response, tap out, make all my lands into creatures. They can't target anything that you have. (laughs) That's cool. I like that. There you go.
0: All right. Next up for in this category of giant
1: fatties, we have Thunderfoot Baloth. Six mana, five, five, trample, lieutenant. Another one with lieutenant. If you control your commander, all your creatures, including Thunderfoot Baloth, get plus two, plus two, and have trample. Yeah. Just tramples your whole team and makes them big.
0: He's also super abusable with the card. We're going to talk about later. Uh, la- he was the second choice for the commander, collects Voice of Hunger. Oh
1: yeah, eight drop. Not a good commander. Cost no. eight. Yeah, seven six trample. When you tap a land, it produces double, and when an opponent taps a land, it doesn't untap during their next untap step.
0: I feel kind of guilty playing this because he is—he's r- really a staxy, not fun card. But I mean, sometimes you just got to be that guy, and I hate saying that, but. <coughs> This is when you, you're you already playing a deck that's designed to force people to wrath so you can blow up all their land. You might as well play Vornclerks too.
1: You know what? I don't think it's it's really stacky. It costs, I think it costs too much, even in a mono green deck, to be considered stacky because you have to spend so much mana on it. Mm. I think it's a really great control card that just a little bit, deters people from wrathing the board right because they're they're going to want to try and kill him or they're going to want to try and get him out of there and then they just have to keep their mana tapped and not do anything else with it for the next turn where you have a chance to rebuild
0: yeah i think it's fine sure okay moving right along we have a whip tongue hydra
1: that's a new one from 2018 right yes sir six drop four four reach when it enters the battlefield destroy all creatures with flying put a plus one on him for each creature destroyed this way I like it. So, yeah, Talran decks or, like, random angels, dragons, demons, things fly, right? They just do. That's yeah. good, so people put those in their deck. You play him for six, he becomes a five, five, six, six, seven, seven. That's that's
0: okay. He becomes a big, big... How about Wolfbriar Elemental?
1: Yeah, multi-kick. Four, 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 with multi-kicker of green. When it enters the battlefield, create a 2-2 two, two wolf creature token for each time it was kicked. Like it. I like it because you don't need to go big and tall. And going wide sometimes is what you need to do for blocking purposes or whatever. So you could get, you know, six, seven wolves out of it. That's good.
0: Okay, let's talk about the little dorky guys real quick. We have a Sakura Tribe Elder.
1: Sack get a mana. Sakura Tribe Scout. Huh, tap him, get an extra mana from your hand. Tamir Sabertooth. That's not really a mana dork, is it? That is a four drop, four, three. You can pay two to return another creature you to its owner's hand. You control to its owner's hand. If you do, he gains indestructible until end of turn. Right. So you can save your dude and save him because he becomes indestructible. You can't get wrathed.
0: Opponent is wrathing you. You can turn all of their lands into dudes, then bounce your Kamal back to your hand so that your bouncer dude survives, all their land dies, and your Kamal doesn't get command taxed.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or you could bounce your Vornclex, your Vorney. Or you
0: could bounce your Terastodon so you can Terastodon more stuff. You can bounce your Avenger of Zendikar to get more tokens. You can bounce your Hornet Queen to get more Hornet Queen tokens. It lets you recur your dudes on the board. You can get their big, swingy monster effect more than once.
1: I like that card.
0: He also works pretty okay with Wood Elves.
1: Wood Elves. When it enters the battlefield, you get a forest from your deck into the battlefield. We're all playing a Walking Atlas. That is just like Secure Tribe, Scout, Tap it to get a land from your hand onto the battlefield.
0: Wayward sword tooth,
1: Extra land per turn. If you have City's Blessing, he can attack and block. He's a 5-5 for 3, and City's Blessing is pretty easy to get,
0: right? Especially in a deck like this. And lastly, we have Yeva, Nature's Herald.
1: This card I like. This is our first kind of stack interaction card, sort of. 4-4 for 4, good deal. Flash makes it even better you may cast green creature spells as though they had flash.
0: Which is essentially like giving them haste.
1: Or instant speed block. Yeah. Which is... As good. As good, if not better, because now you can use your creatures... Empty board, just Yeva. Somebody's swinging at you with a 5-5. So you can't block with your Yeva. You flash in your Vornkleks. Yeah. Boom. Removal spell. Now, 8 mana, 6 mana, 7 mana removal spells, but you're also giving them pseudo haste. Yeah, So I think Pseudo-Haste, Giant-Giant is a good trade-off for an 8-mana removal spell.
0: Plus, in a deck where you want to be kind of mana-intensive on your turn to abuse your commander, it does let you save mana for your turn, play all your dudes, then since they have Quasi-Haste, you can use Kamal to beat wholesale ass with them.
1: Yeah, I really like that card in this deck. Yeva, Nature's Herald. Get him.
0: Alright, so there's the creature suite. We spent a little bit of an extra time on that because, of course, it's a green deck. And green decks use lots of creatures so now we're going to go into some instants and sorcerers we're going to fly through these pretty quick because we all know what the instants and sorcerers are going to do
1: yeah you know what you've got three really good card draw spells that i want to spend just a couple seconds extra on but let's get to it right now
0: let's talk about quasi wrath and back to nature
1: destroys all enchantments instant speed two mana beautiful yeah it is beautiful actually Beast Within. Destroys a permanent, gives the permanence controller a 3-3 beast. Evolution Charm. That lets you search for a basic land, put it into your hand, or return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. I think that's why you play it. Or target creature gains flying until end of turn. Not bad if you can jump your 25-25.
0: Correct. So it's a combat trick, it's a ramp spell, and it's a recursion spell. It's everything you want at instant speed for two mana. Sweet. (laughs) Fresh meat.
1: Fresh meat. This one's got a couple uses as well. Four mana. Create a 3 3 green beast creature token for each creature put into your graveyard this turn. Buddy to your right, Wrath's aboard. You say, response. Tap all my lands, make them all creatures. Pay four from my Carameters Acolyte. Fresh meat. Fresh meat will give you a creature for each one of your lands that just died because they're all 1 1s from Kamal. He says, oh shit, go. Your turn. Die,
0: exactly, very Sweet. cool. Sweet. How about Harrow?
1: Harrow, sack a land. Search for two basics. Put them into play.
0: Untapped. Also, I made sure I included the best art. Next up, Croson Grip.
1: Destroy target enchantment or artifact. Split second.
0: It's in every green deck. Worldly Tutor.
1: That's your one tutor. Search for a creature. Put it onto the battle. No, put it on top of your library. That's, That's gonna- for one mana, right?
0: correct and it's going to be excellent with one of the in, one of the enchantments we're going to talk about but first let's talk about some sorceries starting with creeping corrosion
1: destroy all artifacts
0: azuri's predation
1: ooh so so far we've had back to nature creeping corrosion and now azuri's predation all that are like pseudo kind of destroy everything's right so azuri's predation green 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 5 holy for each creature your opponent's control put a 4/4 green beast creature token onto the battlefield, each of those beasts fights a different one of those creatures.
0: And you can turn all their lands into 1-1s.
1: Yeah, so you got to have a ton of mana to do it, because Azuri's Predation costs 8. But if you could use your 10 mana from your Karametra's Acolyte and turn their 10 lands into 1-1s, you're going to get 10 more beasts out of your Azuri's Predation. You're going to get rid of all their lands, and then you're going to have 10 4-4s next turn.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay, everybody saw this one coming, Genesis Wave.
1: Green, 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 X. Uh, you reveal X from the top of your library. Any permanent with converted mana cost X or less goes onto the battlefield. Correct. You're probably going to win when you cast that card.
0: Virtually every time, especially what's, if you can cast it more than once in a turn.
1: Yeah, what's the full stop on the number that you need to hit? Like, what's the highest CMC in the deck? Eight, Vornklext?
0: Yeah, I think so. So you just... you no, just Galta is 12.
1: Gen Wave for 12 to guarantee that you can literally get anything that flips. Yeah. And, and you see 12 deep.
0: And it's not hard. It's it's effing good. And you can play it more than once in the same turn. It's it's insane. Sweet. Next up, Howl of the Night Pack.
1: Seven mana, you get a wolf for each forest. A two-two wolf for each forest. So how many wolves do you get? At least seven. That's 14 power for seven mana.
0: And then you overrun them. That's 35 damage. Excellent. Next up, we have Nisa's Pilgrimage.
1: Search for two basic lands. Reveal them. Put them onto the battlefield?
0: One on the battlefield, the rest into your hand.
1: Oh, yeah, and if you've got Spells Mastery, you can search for three. Creator's Council. Green, 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 five gets everything back from your graveyard to your hand. You have no max hand size. That's another graveyard. Get That's kind of like a card draw spell, but you had to have already cast or discarded or lost that card. Yes. That's fine.
0: Who a ranger's path.
1: Four mana, two forests, onto the battlefield.
0: Let's bang through these next four super fast because they all do basically the same thing. Recollect, regrowth, restock, revive.
1: Creature cards, cards from your graveyard into your hand. And restock gets you two of them.
0: Sky Shroud Claim.
1: Two forests onto the battlefield tapped.
0: And let's talk about some good card draw spells.
1: Yeah. So remember, big creatures, right?
0: Huge creatures. That get huger if you have some extra mana to pump them with your commander. We have Life's Legacy, which has one of my favorite arts. We have Rishgar's expertise, which Blows games wide open, and we have Soul's Majesty also, which has cool art.
1: Yeah, so all three of those cards are so good, not because their effect is powerful, but because you have so much redundancy in having three of them. Now, card draw spells, oh, you don't have enough, there's only three. Well, what if your card draw spell draws you like 20 cards? What if it draws you 25 25 cards? 25 cards, that's right. So all of those draw cards equal to the power of a creature you control. Uh, either target creature or the greatest power among creatures you control. So whatever, even if they cost four, 5 mana, 6 mana, and you draw just 6 cards, draw 8 cards, overrun, draw 11 cards. <laughs> Tap 10 power worth of guys, draw 25 cards. That is actually crazy. Then Rishkar's expertise has the added upside of you can...
0: Play one of them for you can play Rishkar's expertise, draw twenty five, play Soul's Majesty, draw twenty-five more. Suck it blue.
1: Yeah, and can you imagine doing that after you have uh cast your Praetor's Council so you have no max hand size? <laughs> well,
0: that'd be so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So those are them. Let's um let's pound to pound through some artifacts and enchantments.
0: Let's do that. We're gonna start with asceticism.
1: Creatures you control have troll shroud and can regenerate.
0: Very good. Forces people to st- come off that spot removal use those wraths
1: that's hex proof for anybody that is like not as old as us right f you evan
0: (laughs) all right i love this card i love it i love it i love it cream of the crop
1: yeah and it's from Lauren block what are you bad no Uh, green one whenever creature comes into play under your control you may look at the top x cards of your library x is that creature's power okay so look at the top six let's say if you do Put one of those cards on top of your library and the rest onto the bottom of your library.
0: So it lets you scry deep into your deck. You only get to pick one, but you get the best card of the next, let's say, 12 draws you would have.
1: So Hornet Queen would trigger that like five times. Yes. So you could like look at the top two, and then the top two, then the top two, then the top two, top two, top two. Yeah. And then just dig until you find something that you want and put it on top. Yeah. Okay, that's
0: cool. It's, it's pretty good. I like it lots. Underplayed criminally. Next up, Exploration. Play an extra land per turn. Growing rights of Itlamach.
1: Look at the top four, find a creature. If you have lots of creatures, four creatures. You can flip it and it turns into a Gaia's Cradle.
0: That also taps for land if you have no creatures. That card is insane. How about Hum of the Radix?
1: I liked this one. I think it goes great alongside your Vornclex, your Vorny, if you will. Enchantment Green Green 2. Each artifact spell costs one more to cast for each artifact its controller controls.
0: So you like to play all them rocks? Well, you're going to pay for them rocks now.
1: Yeah, that's cool. It's just like a a rock tax.
0: Yeah, Sol Ring is way less good when it costs you freaking 10.
1: Dude, it's like living in Canada. You have to pay tax on owning rocks in your driveway.
0: (laughs) We talked about Worldly Tutor. We talked about Cream of the Crop. Here's the card that makes them... Broke wide open. Lurking predators.
1: Whenever an opponent casts a spell, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a creature card, put it onto the battlefield. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. put it on the bottom of your library. Yeah. Don't care.
0: Yeah, who cares? So, because if you have one of those two cards, you probably have a creature there. The next enchantment, Miri's Guile, also works with it.
1: Yeah, very much so. So, during your upkeep, you may look at the top three cards of your library and put them back in any order.
0: Just put the creature on top. Wait. For somebody to play anything, get your giant dude. For free.
1: For free. Well, for card and whatever Lurking Predator's costs. Yeah. but Free. We're going to call it free.
0: It's free. And lastly, we have another card that I just really like, so I played it. Raking Canopy.
1: Three drop. Whenever a creature with flying attacks you, Raking Canopy deals four damage to it.
0: That kills lots of flying stuff.
1: Yeah. that It, that...
0: it kills all the value flying stuff. It kills Trigon Predator. It kills, kills Brago. It kills lots of stuff. That people just want to like sneak in. Ooh, just let me get you for one. Yeah, screw that. You can get me for fucking zero, and you can have your guy die. Suck it. Right, let's do some artifacts real fast. We've got Sol Ring, Mimic Vat.
1: Ooh, Mimic Vat lets you reuse your fatties. It's a graveyard getter backer in essence.
0: Yeah, you can get your, well, anything. Your Avenger of Zendikar is what I'm thinking of in my head, of course, because he's the best case scenario. How about an acromas memorial?
1: Makes all of your things into acromas. if they weren't already good and or big enough. Creatures you control have flying, first strike, vig, tramp, haste, and protection from red and black. Yeah. Sweet.
0: Okay, now these next two cards are there for the same reason. Remember, we talked about that Hydra that just does too much damage. It's an 8-8 eight, eight for 6 that just beats wholesale ass. We talked about Avenger of Zendikar. We talked about the Bayloth that if you have your commander, he makes your team giant, play him with a Blade of Selves.
1: Yeah, it gives them all myriad. When they attack, you copy them for each opponent they could also attack. So all of a sudden, if you your Woodcrasher, Behemoth, or whatever it's called... Uh, gives all your team plus two, plus two, and trample. You get two more of them for your other two opponents for them to attack. Now your whole team has plus
0: six, plus six. And if you're getting more Avengers, you're getting more plant tokens. If you get that Hydra and they all hit, you're going to do eight, 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 and then 16, 16, 16 more. So excellent. So insane. And the last card is Helm of the Host. Does basically the same thing. It's a four-drop equipment. Equips for five. At the beginning of combat, you get a token that's a copy of the equipped creature. So you can make another yes. Avenger. You can make another Baloth Lieutenant Pumper guy. You can make whatever you want. And that's the deck.
1: I like it. Any lands of note. Your, your typical, I think, mono green stuff. You've got your Mosswort Bridge. You've got your Nykthos Shrine to Nyx. That's going to give us devotion to green mana. And that's going to give us as much mana as Karametra's Acolyte would. Myriad Landscape. Deserted Temple lets you untap your Nykthos, so that's that's cool.
0: I'm playing a Command Beacon because your creatures cost a lot, and sometimes you want to save your, your commander, who does cost six, and while you
1: can pay eight, you can pay ten. Why? Yeah, Why not just yeah. pay six again? So, okay, let's let's use that to segue right into the budget section because we're looking at a 350, $349 deck. And if you cut the four most expensive cards like we did last week, um, you're gonna turn this into like a two hundred and twenty dollar deck, which is again, you're gonna find that kicking around your binder. You're gonna be able to binder build that, I call it.
0: Definitely. The command beacon you probably have if you've been playing commander for a long time. Because you probably bought the deck it was in. So that,
1: that came in twenty fifteen.
0: Yeah. But Exploration's a little bit trickier to come by. It's $25. Miri's Guile is $25, bucks and it's going to be tricky. They should have reprinted that in Ultimate Masters, I think.
1: Both of those are $26.
0: $26 US dollars. That's like, yeah, mortgage. And I'm also playing a Yavamaya Hollow, which is a regenerate target creature on a land, and they are 2000 Canadian or 45 American dollars.
1: So you cut all those cards, that's saving you $121. Are they required? Uh, here's here's the thing. This is what I thought about Miri's Guile. You could play Sensei's Divining Top in its stead, but you're not really saving very many money. A couple bucks. Yeah. So keep the Miri's Guile, fine. Use Top if you have it instead. Because yeah. lots of people have those. Those were reprinted a couple times. The Top's around lots. That's fine. Command Beacon. Command Beak. You could cut Command Beacon. Like, Straight up,
0: you can cut Command Beacon and not have it super impact the performance of the deck.
1: Yeah, maybe find a uh, uh, another mana dork or something that gives you, like, green green or three green. Something that's going to give you mana so you can cast your commander again instead of using Command Beacon. Or play another forest.
0: Like, whatever, you know? It's, that's fine, yeah, yeah. It's a land, whatever.
1: Exploration... That's a tough effect to replicate. That's why it's expensive. That's why Azusa's expensive playing multiple lands per turn. That's why Oracle of is expensive, right? That,
0: that's why that dinosaur is becoming expensive, the Wayward Swordtooth. Oh, yeah, that's they're, right. They're, beco- they're not super expensive, but they've gone from $0 to maybe, I think, 5 Yeah. And I've never been able to find a foil one.
1: Do you need it for $26? <laughs> that's a case of beer, dude.
0: It is a case of beer, but you know... If you want the deck to be able to do what it needs to do as quickly as it needs to do it, I think that Exploration Turn 1 is very good. You could oh, play Burgeoning yeah. instead, but I don't know, man. I think this is a good one.
1: Exploration's good, yeah. yeah. And then Yavimaya Hollow, oh, $45 for that card. Now, you right? could cut
0: that immediately. I only played it because I don't think we've ever actually played Yavamaya's Hollow, and I love that art. I love it.
1: I Yeah, I like the card. Green Tap Regenerate Target Creature.
0: I, I just like that card. It's a great card. It yeah. costs too many monies. I have one of them. It's in the worst shape I've ever seen a card be in. Next to Collins <laughs> Black Lotus that you've tried to fix. Yeah. I think we've told that story. But it's it's a beautiful card, and I, I just wanted to play it finally on the show.
1: Very excellent. Now, I've got a couple couple things. You said no fight cards.
0: Yeah. I tried to stay away from that because I think everybody was expecting us to just come out with, like,
1: Street Fighter the deck. Yeah, and we can't even play Guile because it's blue. (laughs) 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 Okay, no Beastmaster Ascension, even though it would be good. We uh, I think yep. we play it in a good number of decks, yep. but uh, you had said before the show that it was good with Avengers car It's good with Kamal because you can go Beastmaster Ascension, make all my lands dudes attack, triggered immediately with all of your other big fat fatties. Yeah, and they all get plus five plus five.
0: It's incredible with Cream of the Crop because you get a plant token and it's a five five, and you can just dig way down. Turns your whole oh, you can look yeah. at your whole deck. You can basically worldly tutor your deck for a creature, or whatever you want.
1: Yeah. Okay. Elvish Piper. Quicksilver Amulet, Wild Pear, and Defense of the Heart all get creatures either from your hand or your deck directly into play.
0: I like all of them, and the reason I didn't play them is because they weren't big, fat fatties. And the, the Defense of the Heart was a tutor, so I played Worldly Tutor instead.
1: Yeah, Defense of the Heart requires that there are three or more creatures on the battlefield. Then you have to sack it during your upkeep to find two creatures, put them into play. Another
0: player has to have three or more creatures, and then you get tooth and nail for free, if the enchantment survives. But it draws a lot of hate and will generally get your face kicked in.
1: Yeah, and it's like $24.
0: Then they're expensive, yeah. So maybe
1: you don't have your Miri's guy. you play your Defense of the Heart. You could do that, too. You could do it. Last suggestion, I'm going to segue it into Strengths and Weaknesses. Okay. I already said overwhelming stampede right What if instead of overwhelming stampede to make all your guys like plus 25 plus twenty five what if you take your eight eights or your nine nines or however big they are and you just play triumph of the hordes and just infect everybody to death? Yeah because all you need at that point is and then you 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 do one of the things that gives your guy flying or whatever we talked about something like that didn't we? Yeah uh then you just then yeah, so uh beats wholesale ass. First strength. You could beat more ass with Infect because you only have to beat a quarter of as much ass. <laughs> Half of one butt cheek. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Instead of eating the double quarter pounder with cheese, you'd have to eat like a, a, one of those little junior kid burgers. Yeah, with just, the little, just a chicken nugget.
1: With the little shitty onions on it. Oh, like, oh. A, like a buddy burger from AW. There we go again. Shout out to Amy Burger. <laughs> Multiple ways to victory. That's what I'm going to call it because it can turn heel and go... Uh, control deck destroy your lands uh make my lands creatures and and kill you that way uh beat wholesale ass on you triumph for the hordes gives you infect right all of these things that just give it those multiple paths to victory that we like so much
0: and it rebuilds so fast the, the, the deck rebuilds so fast
1: as long as you don't wrath your own lands by fresh meeting yeah, but I think that you only do that when you know you're going to win.
0: Yeah, as long as the, if you do that when you're going to untap and win the game. Not any other time. You don't just do that because you think it's funny. Oh, dude. you got to do that at the right time.
1: I love all-in magic like that. That's my favorite way to play.
0: Because the odds are you're going to do it, you're going to swing, you're going to kill the guy that wrathed the board, and then Brando's going to be sitting on the other side of the table and go anger of the gods. And then you're <laughs> just going to like cry a little bit on oh, the inside. so
1: good. Ramps huge. That's the other um, the other strength, and I, we've talked about it lots already. Weaknesses. Weaknesses. Still weak to what green's weak to if you are playing an, another aggro deck or a deck that doesn't have a lot of wrath of gods in it, right? So it's still weak to wraths. It still can't kill creatures outright because you, uh, asides from like Azuri's predation or whatever,
0: you'd be surprised. A guy on Twitter said this to me. You would be surprised how quickly you can kill off creatures when you are pounding somebody's face with 10-10s. Uh, You'd be amazed yeah. how fast their creatures die. Yeah,
1: creatures are going to die when you're swinging with 10-10s. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Here's the next weakness, and this is kind of a technical weakness that is just inherent in this kind of deck. It will punish you if you are bad at mulligans because you'll keep like a three-lander and have a bunch of six drops and or eight drops and be like, I got a ramp spell, I'm good, I'll draw onto lands, and then you don't, right? It'll punish a bad hand or bad keep, and it'll mulligan poorly if you mulligan into a bad hand. Yes. Right? And that is the problem with, uh, I think that is a commander problem when you don't build in your, your mana crypts and mana vaults and soul rings and all those mana rocks that are so good, right? Yeah,
0: this one falls really hard into the... Like you say, the typical commander...
1: Bad mulligan problem.
0: Yeah. The game outside the game with a deck like this or generally in commander as a whole, very important you you know your deck and you kind of know in your head how likely you actually are to be able to play that six drop in your hand. Like, yeah, you got a bunch of cool stuff in your hand, but if you don't have enough mana to play it, you're not going to get to and you're just going to sit there and do nothing. You're going to end up with 17 mana in mono white.
1: Yeah, or you're going to end up with... 17 cards in your hand that need to be discarded because you don't have 17 mana exactly right so you got to know how to mulligan and i would suggest people say you got to practice combo decks and practice storm decks and stuff i'd say in decks like this with not a whole ton of fast artifact or or mana dorks lana war elves and stuff uh you got to practice mulliganing you got to goldfish and play your deck against nobody just so you know what hands to keep. Just so that you're, you're sitting there, okay, Like I'll just
0: draw like into the five. I'll play five turns on my own and just see what I can do, see where I'm at in turn five. I do that with every deck I build.
1: Yeah, so you'd think that, okay, turn one is first land because you kept one in your hand. Turn two is second land because you kept it in your hand. Turn three, four, five, six. The later that you get into the game, the less likely it is that you are going to just top deck of land after you've played them all in your in your in your hand, right? So you just got to know how good is it to keep a 6 drop or an 8 drop in your opening hand based on the number of lands you run and the number of ramp you run. Should we do the milk list?
0: How about instead we do card, card of the, of the, week, of the week. Week, week, week
1: for the giveaway? Week, week, week. I always forget that part. <laughs> <laughs> Which is insane. I like the milk list. I like
0: card, card of the week. And the Milk List. This week, our card of the week going on to the pile for the giveaway is... I don't think this will surprise too many people, but I think it make a lot of people very happy. Crozhan Grip. Ooh, dang. This is the green staple. I cannot count how many times I have been in a game of Commander where somebody is doing douchebag infinite combo shenanigans that I was not wishing I had a Grip in my hand because it would stop them. Yes. This card is so good; it is an instant for green two split second, which means it will do its effect because you cannot counter it. You cannot put things on on the stack on top of it. Anyway, it destroys a target or target artifact or an enchantment. Period.
1: Interesting thing. It would you know how you you see two different cards that have like the same character on them or whatever, and it's like, hey, when was this card? When was this card? This character died in this story, so this must have been before that. This is when Chandra turned into a planeswalker. Whatever. I would like to know when Cross and Grip happened and when Return to Dust happened. Same sword. Yeah, they were in the same set, not block, but set. Maybe one of them was like the plainer color shifted sword, equivalent of the cross and grip sword. Maybe. Maybe the sword belong to this like the same level of an officer in whatever army that they're in
0: yeah maybe so it is a different sword maybe it's a different sword just looks the same
1: maybe the guy got his sword returned to dusted and then he got a new one and then it got gripped he
0: spent all that time picking up the dust and gluing it all back together real carefully and then somebody gripped it (laughs) turned into a bunch of roots and shitty trees ooh Anyways, so card, card of the week this week, Crozen Grip will join Lightning Bolt, Necropotence, Cyclonic Rift, and Cathar's Crusade in the giveaway. Remember to check us out on YouTube. Interact with us there. You'll be entered to win that short stack of cards.
1: Very excellent. I like that pick. Now, you now, do- now the milk list.
0: Everybody loves the milk list.
1: Okay, for any members, new members of CCO Nation, the milk list is a list of cards from zero to whatever converted mana cost. As per EDHrec.com, the most popular played cards in the color combination that we're talking about. Today, mono green, or as the kids say,
0: mono fist in the face,
1: or elsewhere.
0: Yeah, don't Google that.
1: Okay, you know what? This is a weird one. The zero drop slot. Summoner's packed. No. Not playing it. Well, we probably could. We could, but but we don't. Now, the one drop slot is unique because everybody does... It's always Sol Ring. It's always Sol Ring. But the mono green, the mono green list, it's not. What? Yeah, actually, get this. We do the top three at the one drop slot because it's always Sol Ring. Okay. Today, number one, one converted mana cost card in mono green, Lanamore Elf. We're not playing it, but holy crap. Number two, because we do the top three, Elvish Mystic. Not playing that one either. Wow. Yeah. And. Sol ring. 14 less copies than Elvish Mystic. So it's, <laughs> it's it's getting there. It's still up there. Sol yeah. ring, yeah. Number number three. We are playing that, but I'm not counting it. Nope. No, no we are not counting that. At the two drop slot. Priest of tits. Nope. Priest of titania for those who whatever. Yeah. Beast within at three. Yes. Yes, we are. Harmonize at four. Nope. Another card drawer spell, we're gonna draw more cards with else things. Acidic slime. Nope. Rishkar's Expertise at 6. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got to play that. That's our second match. Zendikar's Resurgent. Nope. 8. Tear Ass to Dawn. Totally. Yeah. Artisan of Kozilek at 9. Nope. That would be an okay one. Doesn't give you any devotion, but it does give you a creature from your graveyard to the battlefield. That's a- pretty good. And it's yeah. a big fat fatty with an annihilator. It's all right. I like that one for sure. Ulamog. Nope. Ulamog the Infinite Gyre at 11. Nope. Galta Primal Hunger at 12. We are playing that one. Yeah. Emmercool 2. Nope. Emmercool 1. Nope. No. So four Milk List matches. Nah. No, that's fine. That's good. Yeah, they're okay, I That's guess. good because uh, there's some ones that would be good or some ones that are really common that we're not playing. True that. And then, like, Galta's on there. Like, what?
0: Yeah, why is Galta there? Because <laughs> he's awesome. He's not really a 12 drop. He's a 2 drop.
1: Yeah, very much so. Okay, final section of the day. Spice Calculator. Spice Calculator. So we look up cards on EDH Rec, we build decks, we make sure that they fit into all the spicy parameters that we judge decks by because we love judging things. We'll tell you exactly scientifically how spicy the deck is. Popularity, 151 lists. I think we covered that already.
0: Yeah, we we talked about that. He's very low down. He's in between uh, Goreclaw Terror of Calcema, who's in this deck, and Thron the Last Troll, who I think is just a bad commander.
1: He's got, like, hexproof feet. People used to do Voltron builds with him all the time, right? Because he could regenerate if they killed him, and he uh, had hexproof. So you just suit him up and beat wholesale ass. Yeah, it's better to do that with. Anyways, check this out. Average converted mana cost of your deck. Yeah. 4.26. Holy Uh, hell. That's
0: pretty high, yeah. It's about double what your, like, tuned deck should be, but I think... (laughs) Double... Only a little bit more than what your casual deck is probably looking
1: to be. I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. You're going to make more mana in this deck anyways. Correct. Critical turn. I maxed that out because I think this deck's probably slow. You hit that, like, turn 6 or turn 7, and you're swinging for the fences, but you're not breaking any land speed records killing somebody on turn 4. Like, maybe you would be with, like, a... Azuri Renegade Leader, or the Infect version of this deck.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have the explosive turn 4-5, but I mean, if you get the perfectly curved out hand, you could be in a position where you're knocking 25-30 life off of a guy every turn at turn 5-6
1: yeah that's probably pretty good and
0: that is the benchmark you have to be answered at that point with that wrath of god or you're going to win
1: yeah the critical turn is a little bit confusing in that regard for again any new members of cco nation um the turn that if you are unanswered you will win right yes it's not the
0: turn that you win it's the turn that unless somebody stops you you will win and they're not the same that's not the same thing
1: yeah optimal game size four man pod
0: I think so. I think
1: you want wraths, but not that many wraths. Yeah,
0: we got decks that's we got cards in here like Blade of Selves that will scale very nicely. But I think there's a like I say, there's a finite number of wraths, right?
1: There's mm-hmm. a finite number of times that you can say, "Ah, uh, use my extra mana to get a couple of your lands." Like you can't just do that with your six-drop commander every turn.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to do that when you're playing against six people. Against four, you could probably just you could rescrew the just unmana-screwed guy and wipe out the control player, and then you've only got one person to deal with. But if there's six people, it's going to be way harder to do that.
1: Yeah, that's right. Way
0: easier to win with that Hydra and blade of Selves, though.
1: Oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay, tutors. One tutor, right? Worldly tutor. Worldly tutor, that's it. So that's good. That keeps you nice and spicy. Gives you that uh, unique gameplay experience. And final thing, uniqueness rating. Cards different than the stock list on EDHrec.com. 34 cards different in your list. Wow. Yeah, that's actually good. I'm really happy with that, actually. I don't look at the
0: EDH rec rec list when I build. I just try and think of things that aren't going to be there. And I make it up in my head as I go.
1: Very excellent. That's how we do it old school style from before the internet existed. Punch it all in. 55 on the spice rating calculator. Passes the 50 test. That's really good. Yeah, I like it. I think that it's got some unique things or build things in it and it's got a unique strategy in trying to get the opponent's lands what do you think uh that sounds like a final thought of the day question give us a, a rundown of the list your thoughts and uh where to find us or how to enter into our contest one more time all right check us out
0: on youtube it's the fledgling page like share smash the like button subscribe to our channel you're going to get entered into our card of the week giveaway that we just went over five super sweet foil cards up for grabs two more at least coming up in the next couple of weeks also if you're in a position to help us grow the channel grow the show you can become a patron you will immediately get a christmas themed altar from ryan and his stack of christmas themed altars that he is working slavishly away on if you're already a patron we have not forgotten about you you are entered into the premium altar giveaway not christmas themed just a sweet altar we'll be doing a draw for that as well And also, if you have entered into the Card of the Week giveaway, you will also be entered into the second Premium Altar giveaway. All of those draws will happen on our bonus show later on in December around Christmas time. As for this list, this is another one that I put together and was a labor of love and is a deck that I will 100% build in cardboard one day and play because I like what it does. I like that it, as I titled it on our tappedout.net page, it's a pissing contest. It's me, like my dick is way bigger than your dick, and unless you kick me in mine, I'm gonna stomp yours into the dirt. That's right. <laughs> Ryan looked like he was gonna say something, but I already said it pretty good. And that's what you like about green decks. It's so green, it pushes itself into the mind trick thing where like you, ha- they have to do something. They have to answer you or they die. And I love that do it or die. I like that all in kind of magic. And then you just rebuild and kill them anyway. It's a good feeling. So that brings us to the end of the actual mono-colored lists in the arc of mono problematic. We're going to be back next week, and we're going to talk about artifacts. I wonder what the problem with playing only artifacts could possibly be.
1: Hmm, see?
0: <laughs> and we will answer that problem and question, and we will propose a super sweet solution on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Ooh!